<clears throat> Welcome to Anisha Knows Best. So tonight's class was 20th century, uh, yeah, 20th century world. So basically, we're learning about the U.S. and Europe and Great Britain and all the other little countries around it. So tonight, we talked about World War One, the Great Depression, and World War Two. how World War One was the start of the Great Depression how the stock market triggered the Great Depression and how World War II ended the Great Depression because we got um, the Republicans out, the Democrats in, how FDR came up with the New Deal and the New Deal consists of um, him telling the people that was growing the corn and the sugar only grow half and I'll pay you as if though you grew the whole thing, which that worked. Um, he told the three major car corporations that um, I only want y'all to make like a million cars and they, that didn't go too well. They took him to court. They threw that out. So he regulated the banks whatever little ones we had left. He regulated the stock market because they was also a private entity. Um, it was something else too that FDR regulated because um, it was like the it was the banks, the stock market, the sugar, the corn, the cars, and then these like the major things that we need to, you know, survive. So that was like part of his new deal to come in and he spent money that we didn't have. It was called the boom and the bus. He got it from like a British um, person and the whole point of it was to like spend money we didn't have to pay the men that was out of work to work and then once we once the economy go up we taxed them and you know did it work we'll never know that's what the professor said so the stock market um the reason why the united states was hit so hard in the stock market and we was the last one to come out because we was isolationists you know after world war one we withdrew because you know we didn't really want to like be part of it anyway we didn't join until like the last year and a half so like we withdrew you know after world war one said we wasn't enjoying any more wars in which that messed up our exports like our trading like in a way with other countries because we didn't we felt like we wasn't part of the economic system in which we was you know yes it was interesting people so i'm just giving y'all that bit of information that what I learned tonight, trying to um, sum it up or whatever. Oh, yeah, he regulated um, agriculture, the food, because people was really not being able to buy what they needed and stuff. So he had to stop the growing of some things, even though pay these corporations to, you know, the pay these corporations everything they needed. And to this day, he still paid the sugar people and the corn people, and they not even growing what they could grow, you know? And so he gave us our midterm um, questions. It's seven um, questions. We have to know five of them. They're pretty easy. What started World War One and a couple of other wars and stuff. So I'm going to look that up, read all that, even though I have a feeling nationalism, military. And um, he said we can't name the dude, I forget his name, Fernandez, who got, who was in. Um, to Serbia or something. And, and, um, the what's the other one um they name start with an a guaranteed to back up serbia so that's you know started world war one which we really wasn't that much part of i need to w learn to wear my seatbelt 
anyway good night share my experiences oh last night class we um in tech and culture history we um i played the part of darney Carnegie. um he was like the lead owner of the steel mills in pittsburgh or whatever um but he did the he was friends with the dude frack i forget the dude whole name but his last name was frack and that was the guy the face of the strike or whatever because they wanted the people to sign an agreement stating that they wouldn't ask for raises they wouldn't join unions you know he basically wanted to exploit the people that's what carnegie wanted to do but he used frack as the face because frack didn't care we all know friendships like that and um that's what and they hired the Pinkertons to come in and the Pinkertons was like hired, you know, killers to stop the people that was protesting outside the steel mill or whatever. But the people fought back, towns people fought back. Some people died on both sides. Um, so then they had to call in the military because the cops and stuff was part of the townspeople, you know, it, those was the people that was working in the, um, the steel mills. Cause you know, stills was a big thing in 1882, you know, that's how we got a lot of our bridges and things, whatever made was still came from the steel mills. And one of the main things that made us popular, cause we had some type of raw material that grew in Pittsburgh. And a lot of people went there and they set up factories there and stuff. And then they kept reinventing different ways to make steel. And then it's, um, I forget the name of the one guy. He actually licensed and patented his idea to, um, to easier way to make steel. So everybody else that got a steel factory, they had to pay him for his idea and suffer to do Carnegie or whatever because he bought this steel mill in Homestead, which came with a union. So that's the reason why the the people that wasn't part of the union wanted to join the union, but he wanted to make sure that they did not join that union because he just didn't want to meet their demands. He had steel mills and other parts and he didn't have a union, so he just exploited his workers and stuff. So I played um Carnegie. So the whole time basically I was in Sweden on vacation minding my business while I fracked it, all the arguing with the townspeople in the union trying to get them to like sign the paperwork and if they didn't sign it or whatever, we could just bring in unskilled workers and that was the problem because in order for you to make to make still, that was something that was done, you know, naturally. Though these is people that's been doing it for years. Actually, these are the people that the 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 how to even do still because it was a real hot 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 process and these people you know they came along with innovation you get what i'm saying so how you just gonna fire us and then go hire new people which messed up production you know he even though um the dual frack had an idea from the other no this happened this uh strike happened in 1886 the one that happened in 82 frick knew like how it didn't end well because the people that went on strike they didn't have enough production enough you know production to supply other people across seas so this time before they went on strike he made sure that the people made enough production to last a whole year before he went on strike so that the mill that yeah that the steel mill could be saved or whatever so basically, 
um, it ended because the new people, which was the Pinkertons or whatever, they brought them in. The military had to walk them out or whatever because the homes people, the people from the town of Homestead, which is located in Pittsburgh, they just wasn't having it. You get what I'm saying? This is our raw material. We grew with innovation. These is our jobs. You're not going to take it from us just because you bought the steel mill from somebody. And like that's how J.P. Morgan also became as rich as he is, not really from the banks, but because from the steel mill. That was a, a big commodity back then in the 1800s. So, yep, y'all, feel y'all in. Good night. Have a blessed day.